We have an example in Acts chapter 16, verse 16, where there was a girl with a spirit of divination who met Paul and began saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee, in the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Have you ever been in a situation where someone spoke the right things, but it troubled you? I've been in that situation so many times. One time, three of us went to the home of a woman. And as we spoke to this woman, one woman spoke, and I was greatly troubled. I just was sorry she was there, and I was sorry she spoke. And yet, she didn't say anything wrong. I didn't understand that for a long time. But that woman had an unclean spirit, just like the fortune-telling woman. What she said was right, but it was an unclean spirit. You can't speak things of God, even when they're right, if you have an unclean spirit. I am very careful when I record to have the right spirit. Look at what Jesus said in Matthew 24 about the last days. Verse 1. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. At the end of this world, all of these things we admire will be destroyed by God. As Jesus sat at the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, and of the end of the world? The first thing Jesus said when his disciples said, Tell us what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end of the world. And the first thing Jesus answered to them was a warning. Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. In the last days there will be many false teachers there will be many false preachers. There will be many false ministers. 
who were not sent by Jesus, and they will deceive many. I'm sure it's happening right now. If you have someone trouble you while they're speaking the gospel, while they're speaking as a minister, and yet you don't see that they're speaking anything wrong, remember, unclean spirits speak through human beings. And in the last days, Jesus said it would be rampant. A few of these things that I've seen unclean spirits do, often after they speak, they can't remember that they've spoken. We had a woman in our group like that. She would share something, and then we would talk to her about it, and she said, well, I didn't say that. Something was taking over inside this woman. You can't teach that spirit. All you can do is cast that spirit out. These people like that run from church group to church group. And another thing, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3 is the following. He said there would be perilous times in the last days. And one of the problems is they are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Somehow or other, it will be twisted in them because the devil will twist things and they have an unclean spirit. The only thing you can do with an unclean spirit is cast it out. We have the example of Jesus dealing with the unclean spirits and casting them into a body of swine. And when they were cast into the body of swine, they ran violently down the hill and destroyed themselves. You cannot teach unclean spirits. You will be continually frustrated as they drain you. So when a person comes to you and you seem to be helping them, but they make the same errors over and over, you're not helping them, they're draining you. And likely they have an unclean spirit in them. Don't expect an unclean spirit to be godly. Don't expect the unclean spirit to learn things of God. You deceive yourself when you miss this point. I know when I was a baby Christian and first went to church, it never occurred to me that anything would ever be wrong at church. It never occurred to me that anybody at church would ever be doing wrong. We don't want to think that. But Jesus said, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You have to protect yourselves 
from these people who have the wrong spirit and try to speak and teach the Bible. Paul says they are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. In the 1980s, I spent a couple of months in Europe, and I was traveling with a minister who was a magnificent coloratura soprano. The people in Europe just loved Imogene. And Imogene, who was more experienced in ministry than I, she had ministered in Europe for as much as eight months at a time with her husband. She told me this. She said, now, Joan, since we can't speak the language, we must be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit and also to the fact that many of them have the wrong spirit. So we must be sensitive to that. I didn't know at that time what she was talking about. But I knew with her experience and background, she was right. We have been writing the blog since 2012. And it goes all over the world. And we have received many emails from men and women who say they are pastors. But not one of these people has ever come to me that I can remember telling me what God has said to them. It's always what they are doing. They're going to build hospitals. They're going to build orphanages. They're going to go all over the world and preach the gospel and give Bibles to every person that comes to their meetings. Things like that. But they never say anything to me that God has said to them. I'd be very suspicious of that if I were you. For example, I can tell you how God put me on radio, which was my first ministry assignment. I can even tell you when. It was in the night on January 10th, 1980. I was asleep in the night. A very loud trumpet-like voice spoke to me and said three words, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I wrote KWJS on a notepad because I didn't want to get those letters mixed up. The next morning, I found KWJS was a Christian-type broadcasting radio station. I said to God, are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. The Holy Spirit said to me, call the radio station manager. So that's the only step I had to take, call the radio station manager to open the door to the radio potential. I called immediately and asked to speak to the station manager. He came on the phone, and I told him God might be showing me to go on radio. And I said, how would you do that? And he said, 
make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long and if you fit our broadcasting we will offer you a contract as soon as I got off the phone I got my tape recorder and my kitchen timer and sat down and made an audition tape mailed it to him that same day no editing I just spoke 29 and a half minutes long he contacted me within about three days and offered me a contract. And we set a time, and within about five days, I was broadcasting on radio station KWJS. Five days a week, speaking exhortations to the church. But they come to you telling you the building they're building or that they're going to give out Bibles or they're doing some kind of work. And you don't know whether it's of God or whether they thought of it or whether they're copying some minister. But on the story that I've told you, what do you think about that? This was, I believe, an angel of God. They have often been described as being very powerful and very loud voices. Now, what happened as a result of those three words? Within a year, I was broadcasting from Hartford to Seattle in the United States, coast to coast, on Christian radio broadcast, starting with KWJS. See, it happened. It actually happened. Things of God that are real come to pass. We have run into many men and women since we've been on the blog from all over the world who identify themselves as ministers. And it's always the same pattern. They say they are a pastor. They tell where they live and how much I have meant to them in the writings that I've done on the blog. These things may or may not be true. When they then start telling me of their works, which are usually many, many works, traveling and speaking the gospel and giving away Bibles and building old folks' homes and building orphanages and building schools, those are usually in the list of works. But I don't hear them mention one word about God or anything he's ever said to them. If I tell you about going on radio, I tell you about what happened in the night, that God spoke to me by what I believe was an angel. He told me, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS, I, I talked to God about this. I said, now, I'm a writer, not a speaker. And at that point, the Holy Spirit just simply said to me, call the radio station manager. Now, does that sound like that's of God? When we started the blog, I had a dream. In March 2012, and in that dream, a woman was singing to a group of people. And I said, it's a little voice, but it's a nice little voice. 
And then all of a sudden I realized you could communicate with the church through a blog. So when I woke up, I called Pam Padgett and asked her if she could set up a blog for us. And she said she didn't know anything about blogs, but she thought she could. And within three days, we had a blog that was set up. As of the current date, we have had 1,114,816 clicks recorded on our blog. So I knew starting the blog was of God. When we started the podcast, I didn't even know what a podcast was. That was in 2020. And once again, I had a dream, and it was just terrible. These kittens were starving. They were outside my door. They were in the garage. They were starving to death. Some were so weak they couldn't even stand and play. Kittens play. When you have a kitten around, you have some entertainment. These were too weak to do anything. And I asked God about all these kittens, and I heard the church. But we went to the store immediately, a sound system store, and bought microphone, and I can't remember if Pam ordered the recorder for the microphone. But we did get a good recorder. And as soon as I had the microphone and the recorder, I started recording. And Pam worked through the situation to see exactly what was involved in producing podcasts, the technical part. Within two or three days, we had a message out on podcast. Since that time, we've had about 800 podcast and they go all over the world so I receive some emails of ministers wanting me to do things one thing they frequently request is to come to their country and help them teach their church there is never offer from them of any financial help it would be totally at my expense And now I'm so old that I don't travel. So I just state that I do not travel. I had written an information sheet telling these things so that they wouldn't be contacting me. But they apparently just never read the information sheet. It's on the front page of our blog. You can read it attached to this recording if you care to do so. Jesus said, The thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. Very often the devil comes presenting us a plan which is exciting. Go around the world and preach the gospel? Well, I do that every day on these podcasts. But our flesh very much enjoys going out and seeing the church people. But I'm 84 years old. I'm also crippled. I can't walk without a walker. 
And most of the time, if I leave my house and I'm going out at all, I have to have a wheelchair. Traveling under those circumstances is extremely difficult. So I put my age on that page to hopefully awaken them to this would be a problem for me to travel. They have access to the blog. They have access to all the written materials for free, the podcast and the blog. And I often suggest, why don't they take those things and copy those written materials and just distribute them among their church group? It's all free and they have total permission to do it. I don't know if anyone's ever done that or not since I've been on the podcast. But I know this. There are a great many false teachers working in church groups today, not having the Spirit of God and trying to teach godly-sounding things. You will do only destruction in the church when that is the case. Most of these people, if not all of them, aren't even born again. So my goal is twofold. To stop the people who aren't assigned to the ministry from trying to do the ministry. You can't do that unless you are called by Jesus from heaven, as was Paul. Also to try to awaken you to beware of this. Let's read a little bit of the great warning that Paul put in 2 Timothy 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times will come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. He's talking about the church. He's talking about the ministers. In the last days, perilous times will come. The doctrine will be perilous. The spirit by which they're speaking is wrong. They'll be desirous of getting the offerings. They'll be covetous. Paul's instruction to us is if you see someone like that or a church like that, they will have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof, changing scripture, changing to other doctrines. Paul says, from such, turn away. You're not going to teach these people because they've got unclean spirits. 
They're speaking by unclean spirits, not by the Holy Spirit, by unclean religious spirits. When we see an unclean religious spirit, we cast that spirit out, just as Paul did with the fortune-telling girl. But don't try to teach them. Just stop yourself. Verse 13, Paul says, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived in the churches. Jesus said they would come in his name, saying he is Christ and they will deceive many. Now Paul is warning us, there will be perilous times in the last days. Ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Don't have the Holy Spirit to teach them. It's another spirit operating in them. Just turn away or if you have the power of the anointing to cast out that spirit, just cast that spirit out. And for us, Paul says, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and been assured of. Learn from God, been assured of from God. And that from a child, he said to Timothy, Thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for building your doctrine, for making changes in your life. He uses for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All scripture, that the man of God may be perfect Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I never go to a church looking for evil. I've never done that. I go with a pure heart. But if I know evil is there, I won't go to that church. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.